It was official. A new season had begun. Maybe our mistakes are what make our fate. Without them, what would shape our lives? Perhaps if we never veered off course, we wouldn't fall in love or have babies or be who we are. After all, seasons change. So do cities. People come into your life and people go. But it's comforting to know the ones you love are always in your heart. And if you're very lucky, a plane ride away. Hey guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Get a Clue with Lex and M. I'm M. And I'm Lex. And we are here today with a brand new episode, I guess I already said, but we are here. It's Friday. We're excited to be back on the pod and just chilling. Lex, how's your week been? Week's been, you know, a week. I got to be a virtual audience member for the Drew Barrymore show, so that was <laughs> exciting. a highlight. Super Very highlight. fun. Highly recommend uh, everyone watch clips or just an entire episode. Just Drew Barrymore is just a bright light, and I feel like she's an actress that a lot of times people just always jump to the action of you know doing the Drew Barrymore accent of like talking yeah. out of the corner of your mouth. Yeah, and it's not that; it's more. It's uh, more than that. It's more than that. Uh, no, she's amazing. And I, I was like, after watching her show, I was like, oh, I actually really like you as a celebrity. So I recommend it to everyone. That's so good to hear. I know I was so stoked when you told me um, you got into the virtual audience first. I think it's so cool. They're like including a virtual audience and still making it like um, an exceptional experience because mm -hmm. this is her first season on the show. And yeah, I just love, as you quoted the other day, her like zany personality. It just really comes to life. So love, love week? that. Week has also been good. We've been doing this like kind of Wednesday night recording moment, which I sort of like, because I feel like it's literally in the middle of the week. Like it's so, it is just right down there. the middle. Um, so I feel like we get a good grasp on what's been going on, what's still going on. So yeah, hump day was good. I got a little bit of some work projects to middle of the week is definitely like the meat of it for me work-wise. Um, but by Thursday, Friday, I'm usually seeing, you know, those check boxes on my to-do list actually turn green and <laughs> I can put off some stuff until, until the following week. Not put off, but I can, you know put some things in one category and work on the next step. So I'm excited for that. And um, weekend, I'm just going to be kind of around town, um, might see some couple friends and that's that's sort of the gig, you know, it's a, it's a different lifestyle down here in Florida, as they say. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You know, as the days, the weeks, the months yeah. march on this year, um, I don't know where I'm looking forward to, but I'm just like, you know, another day. I should be blessed and thankful that I'm alive for it to some capacity. So making totally. the most of it. I think, yeah, it's it's definitely proven, of course, we touch on, but like it's it's definitely you gotta like shape you gotta shape your attitude a lot. It's definitely that's probably 
the, you know, peak in the pit of my weeks. I got to like really control how I react to things and how I shape it. And I have a lot of fun sometimes. I don't know. There have been some, there have been some silver linings to the year where I'm like, damn, I wouldn't have been doing this a year ago, or I wouldn't have been prioritizing myself the same way. Um, even, even a few months back. So, you know, we're learning, we're growing, we're getting a clue. It's the journey, you know, we're here. So what are our listeners getting a clue on this week, Emily? That is a fabulous question. Our I'm the queen of transitions, so just I think you really are. No, we need like some sounds. We need a little magic. It is she is in the editor's room before she even steps into the recording studio. It's really it's phenomenal. This week we are getting a clue on all things New York City, or I shouldn't say all things New York City, but in particular, our move to New York City, right. um, post-grad, making that transition, that big jump, and kind of what we wish we knew before it all started. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for those who are loyal listeners, we love and thank you. Don't forget to uh, share our uh, Instagram, of course, just a little plug-in before we get into the root of our episode, but always share at Get a Clue Pod on Instagram. Go subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and give us a rating, a little five-star review, review, baby, Apple Podcasts. You can also turn Notifs on on um, Spotify now for your podcast, and I'm going to post a little tutorial on the podcast about how to do that and how to turn on notifs for us so you always are notified because Apple Podcasts is good about notifying you when we have a new episode. It's every Friday, by the way. But um, Spotify now has a feature that can keep you in the loop. Absolutely. But as I wanted to lead in with that was just because clearly a big theme of our podcast in general is New York because that's where we've lived. That's where, you know, our journey of growing into our careers, trying to figure out life in our early 20s uh, began and existed. So it's definitely not a topic that we shy away from, but we wanted to kind of have a sit down and basically just help discuss what maybe mindset we prepared ourselves to get into before getting on that plane and, you know, landing at JFK, maybe Newark. (laughs) Sometimes Maybe New York. I I landed. That's funny you say that. When I landed for good, I landed in JFK. Mm-hmm. But I had one rodeo when I and I can get into this. Actually, it's a stupid story, so I'll just say it now. I had one rodeo when I was first moving, where I thought I was moving that weekend and starting my job and everything. And uh, my roommates from the great app Roomy, which is actually very helpful, not sponsored. Um, they backed out on me the Sunday night we were supposed to sign our lease. I so. forgot about that. I forgot you weren't originally supposed to live with yeah, Nicole. I was not. I, and, and isn't that funny? And, and I think we'll talk about those golden threads and uh, just like missed chances in the episode as like a theme or, or you know, how plans not going how you thought they would can really end up in your favor. Because I was not originally supposed to live with Nicole and I almost didn't by like a night and it was that Sunday night that they backed out and the next Monday morning I had to call my current job and be like, I can't start next week, which was the like, in the moment, the most difficult call I had to make. But looking back, I'm glad I, I'm glad I just like championed for myself and was like, I'm not in a place to come work for you next week, but I'll see you, give me a month, you know, to like figure this out. 
And I mean, that's funny you mentioned that because I feel like part of becoming an adult, especially in an environment like New York, where so many people are just like, you're on your own, kid. Like, that's so, yeah, that's totally a big, that's a big tone. And it's kind of, you know, when you're thinking, oh, I'm on my own, that can get lonely and that can be daunting. But that kind of also then helps you find that inner voice to tell yourself, like, okay, you you know what's right and what's wrong in certain scenarios. So for your situation, you knew look, I'm not going to be in a secure home living situation. No, I, yeah. I don't want to be jumping into my first week of work, you know, first impressions and like my headspace is not going to be where it needs to be. And I feel like yeah. that's really good that you were able to recognize that then. And I feel like that's not necessarily that same scenario, but just in different um, occurrences I've encountered over the past year or so, I found after the fact, I'm like, oh, it's good that I just was honest with myself and honest with the people involved totally. to just be like, this isn't just going to work out because yeah. it's better to, I think, just cut and dry, be upfront than to then kind of drag it on to think, oh, well, maybe this is what it it is. And, you know, yeah. I just have to suck it up. And no, like, no just be honest with yourself, the people involved, and it's going to be a lot uh, more enjoyable experience. I I totally agree. I think that is just such a, if I could pinpoint like one thing throughout that first year of transitioning from like moving to actually graduating to like moving and everything. And of course, like, again, this is, as you said in the top of the show, like big theme of like our whole relationship and our, our, what we talk about here, but more than anything, those decisions throughout that time that where you really did have to like stand up for yourself and honestly make unpopular decisions for yourself, you know, not even like what you wanted to do, but just like what you knew what was best for your situation and well-being. And um, I think that that proved itself to be like a constant test throughout the year in so many categories of my life. I mean, from like my personal life to my career, like you, um, I was talking about this with some, um, friends like the other day or whatever, but like you, me, I was talking about it with my friends translation. I was talking to myself out loud while (laughs) sitting at my work from home desk, (laughs) probably thinking of something I'll say on the pod, but no, I, I think it was some other people were in the room. I'm not sure. You just have to know yourself like from every angle and discovering that is really, it's tough and it can feel sort of like, awkward and harsh at times, but the the outcome of just keeping your inner peace and knowing what can't be in your environment to maintain that is so is, is so crucial to growing up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just being learning to be intentional with your thoughts and your choices, yeah. I feel. Yeah. Um and that can be just in itself when even deciding to move to a city like New York City, it's I feel yeah. like it's good to be, you know, there's always what you hear from the, the kind of, you have the dreamer scenario and then yeah. you have like the black and white scenario of like this, like this is point A, this is point B, this is my track that I'm on and yeah. New York just happens to land on it. Whereas some people are like, oh no, I'm going there and I'm going to figure it out. And I feel like we kind of I feel like I guess I was more on the dreamer spectrum side of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> you were more on like the track. Not that you were brought to New York because of your job. Like I feel like New York was a place that was your goal no matter totally, what. Totally. It, it worked out that your job was located there. Um, 
But I feel like, too, that can be daunting for anyone uh, deciding to move to a city like New York is like, well, what am I going to do? Why am I here? Yeah. I feel, and I'm not saying you have to have it all uh, laid out in front of you before you book that plane ticket because, yeah, especially in today's world, anything that you may plan for the future may not happen. Everything is different than what yeah. we had a year ago. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like at least, if anything, you should just be in the mindset of like being open to the city because yeah especially with social media or tv movies of how you might have seen new york through a certain lens i feel like you need to somewhat detach that from your expectations before you board that plane not saying that it's gonna be disappointing because new york is a fabulous and it's it's just an energetic place that i i think have forever feel attached to um but I feel like it's just a good thing to like have a sit down with yourself before going. It's kind of like be open to the people you're going to meet and interact with. Be open to these opportunities that you might want to take, you know, even if it's something you don't think people will expect from a New York like lifestyle. Like, oh my it's God, yours is the unexpected, please. Right. Wherever like you are, but like, especially uh, if you're in a city that has like, access to to different opportunities for you because that I think that is a big wake-up call to once you are finally out of that college space is like oh my god I can literally be anyone I want to be and I know that's so like drama like Q Newsies you know Broadway like mm-hmm. pirouettes and whatnot but like it's truly like you you can change your entire identity if you wanted to and and sometimes I have to like Put the and I have great friends like you that are awesome inspirations and like I think we all keep busy with different projects or things we love but like sometimes you just have to put like that fire under your ass and I think New York City is a great place to do it if you're so lucky or if you ever want to um to to just really see and like test yourself and be like where what you know like I want to. I don't know why I thought of the Debbie Ryan meme. Like I went into the president of Disney's channel's office and I told him I want to make history, but like you have to go into your own CEO's office of yourself and be like, I want to make history in myself and like right. change things. No. And you, and you can own that and you can really do that. But what for you, like personal, not personal question, but just back at you, what was, what were your inspirations? Like pre New York, you know, kind of like thinking of it, mm-hmm. of course, like, but even if it was more, idealistic like what were your kind of expectations there well um just being someone that I still figuring well not I feel like I have more clarity now of what I want to do in the realm of entertainment but yeah you know as graduation was you know creepily approaching my timeline I was like oh god what am I gonna do because I feel like it was in the mindset like I gotta have a job set up or I have to have an answer when people ask and that in itself I feel like you shouldn't have to feel that pressure to have an answer when someone asks what are you doing after college I thought I thought I had it and I didn't feel better about it you know like and it still changed it didn't it didn't look what I thought it would look like yeah but I think I knew I just knew I wanted to be in a space where, A, I had people from, you know, my network of friends and support were there. So that was already, like, a point one selling point to me of, like, yeah. 
perfect. There's going to be people that I know already living there. Uh, Then two, just with New York alongside LA and Atlanta being major entertainment hubs. But I always, I had never been to LA, but I had been to New York numerous times by the time I graduated. So I was like, okay, I'm familiar with this space now. So I'd rather start in a place that I'm somewhat familiar with, even though I had only scratched the surface of what New York was before I moved there. But uh, it was just a place where I just had felt a, a tie to the energy of the city, which is yeah. so like ethereal to say like the energy, but like truly it's true. It, it, it was just something that was like, I, and I love, I just love meeting creative people. And I feel like New yeah. York is just the mecca of creativity in the U S. Um, yeah. And that was like part I'm of what draw me. Yeah. Constant wheel when I'm there. I just, I feel like I can, if if I liked running, like it would feel as if I was on a constant jog where like I never lost my breath. Like I just felt so like invigorated all the time to, mm-hmm. to challenge anything. Like it just is really, it's, it's so fun and such a cool place if this is your, if that's your vibe for, for a young person. Right. And, but then on the flip side, that can also become very draining. So then yeah. you kind of have to check with yourself of, you know, are you a person that do you need do you need space when you need to recharge or do you need yeah. you know tranquil environments cuz yeah. unless you're paying you know thousands and thousands of dollars in rent each month to like live in a soundproof uh loft in who knows like soho like yeah it's going to be a pretty stimulating place tranquil is the cool side of your pillow that's it exactly <laughs> if you're lucky if you have your ac cranked up on yeah. the highest highest uh, <laughs> mode it, absolutely so i think and also too i feel like it's it's a dangerous path to fall for the romanticized versions of yeah. um new york you may see from people that are your own age because you're like oh they're my age and they're having this fabulous life in new york I mean, you can make anything of your life in New York, no matter how much money you have. I feel like you can, you can have fun. You can make a living for yourself. You don't have to be like the socialite trust fund baby, but a lot of those videos that you see are kind of from people like that. And it can be a bit misleading. Yeah, I agree. And like literally besides if I could like not go back to that time, but like even just being moving in New York and everything, like unless it's people like your closer friends or like people that are going to be in your direct network or people you want to meet and engage with or hang out with that are new people in your life, like don't, um, you, it is a place I think you have to go and experience for yourself. I mean, so much so that like, I think even, you know, my older sister, um, who has been here on get a clue and probably have talked about in conversation, but like she lived in the city for, for so many years and still does. But, um, she, even visiting her, I had a different impression of it as like a young high schooler where like, that was the idealistic time. I was like watching gossip girl, sex in the city, like going on trips. Like I thought it would be whatever, but it wasn't until I at least had like an internship or like was able to go and not even really till I started post-grad. It was truly like on my own. Did I feel like I was able to match the city's energy and really get back what I was trying to put in, you know? Cause like before I just felt 
distant. It's kind of an awkward place to be, like low key if you're underage to drink. Yeah. And like when you can't, you know, invade, it is definitely like an adult city in that way. I'm not, I don't think we have a lot of like mothers to be like listening to the show, but like it's different when you have a family, I think for sure, which is a consideration to take too if you're, I think that's been one realization from my 2020 of it all is like, well, I do, um, I do value my my family time in different areas, and I've loved the, just you know, kind of low level um, or easy to reach convenience of like this time where like I don't really have to make time with my family anymore because I can just get it in smaller, bigger doses, but like smaller occasions. If that makes sense, I don't know mm-hmm. if that wordplay is incorrect, but like you know, like to make a trip home, even in that first year was like, I had to get the time off from work. I had to like, it was a lot of permission and like, it's a quick two hour flight, but like you, you're running races just to like make it all worth it and everything and still relax and enjoy your time and not get back to work. So the fact that like, I, I mean, maybe this is just a work-life balance too. I really appreciate that now my personal life isn't as dictated by my work life anymore. I feel like I can make the choices to at least like when I sign off, like I'm off, you know, and like right. no one's gonna, I'm, I, I don't have, what I gave up in return was like, I don't have my close friend circle right now. But luckily I think as, you know, Gen Z, Zillennials, as they say, like it's easy to, we're better about connecting in different ways. Whereas like with family, it was sort of hard originally, but Absolutely. back to the NYC of it all, I think you have to it wasn't you you have to go experience it on your own to really know what your reaction is to it i think from just like a gut yeah I, I definitely feel like you should if you you if you can afford to do so yeah. uh do the trial period you know whether you have a friend yeah. that already lives there or if you just need to get a quick airbnb for the weekend yeah uh definitely recommend that is yeah. there anything i guess moving into like once you're there and you're settled into the city is yeah. there anything that you experienced or went through that you were like, hmm, I I didn't expect this and I'm not the biggest fan, but yeah. looking back in retrospect, it's maybe something that if you were like going back, you would be like, oh, I know how to handle this situation better like, for myself. Like expectations versus re- like yeah. negative or positive? I guess like in a learning, I guess in a learning moment, it, learning it starts negative. That's a good I cue. Know. I feel like if I had to go back to like something – like I feel like I can handle now. I think I can handle a lot of things better because I did we did go live there and we did like experience mm-hmm. it. It's a very like we've reiterated like it's a super amazing place to get your independent footing as like a young person. So I, I loved it for that. The people experiences like you um you meet definitely like a bunch of different characters and I was both I was both like encouraged by how familiar people felt like in that environment. I felt like I actually met a ton more people than I thought I would that were like me or that enjoyed the same things or had the same like zest for life and whatever, you know, category you want to put it. Um, But I think too, you know, you're also, you're met with like the real world and people (laughs) too that like aren't as amazing and you have to, um, you have to sort of take yourself out of that. um, If, at all, you know, however you want to categorize it for yourself, like sheltered view to really be objective with people and how they treat you and and just different experiences and take your, you know, take the blinders off a little bit to like kind of take, get a view, but honestly more so I should say, keep your blinders on to 
to know like your path and not get distracted by a lot of the other things that go on in a place like that. Yeah, I feel like there's a good a fine line between like inspiration and distraction. Whereas totally like, you could meet someone and you know they're they're doing their thing and maybe an yeah. activity that you wouldn't normally find yourself in be like, wow, that like that seems fun or that seems really freeing. Like I'm inspired to do that. Like that's yeah, that's a shift that I feel like would benefit. Whereas a distraction maybe like a more toxic or like falling into the whole shrine of like oh I have to go out and do this because it will look so cool to other people of like this yeah. is Lexi's life in New York where that's where you just go into like the hor- like a spiral yeah, major, of just, major pivot just, yeah yeah not the best <laughs> way think, to direct your social life um, yeah. not that social life is the end all be all but social life is definitely a, a big part of New York City lifestyle whether you like it or not so yeah I think it, it, yeah no I, I completely agree there like translate your life if you do move there to like act as if you live in like Tulsa, Oklahoma or something like do not act like and and I don't even want to offend Tulsa but like act like no one cares like no one needs an update you know like operate of course like be be excited for the things and experiences you're you're having like make time for for real you know like cool moments with your friends or network or meet new people whatever that means to you um but I think you you have to operate at a level of like you're just living in a city and you're going to work and you are going out with your friends. That is it. Because at the end of the day too, it is it can be exhausting to like put up the facade of what it could be or what you think people want it to be. Mm-hmm. No one really no one really cares. I think that's right. a good expectation versus reality. I definitely um and I knew and, and I think I you know, I see a lot of the same in you that like I knew whatever way I did it for Emily and like for me was going to be okay for me and you have to get to that place where like I I wanted to paint a genuine reflection of what my life looked like there and in whatever regard whether I talked about it just you know on the show or um, maybe it is an Instagram photo every now and then or whatever but like to be honest on the show we talk about a lot of the pitfalls of it too. You know, we were very real, I think in episodes or different things we've been through. So, um, and we also shared a lot of the more like goofy lightheartedness. So I think you gotta, you gotta be your own director of the show and you gotta just like hit action, say action and like go for it. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Action. Action and just go for it. And I think there's often a, a common misconception around like, um, of course, you hear the phrase like, oh, social media is a highlight reel. But like, you know, sometimes life is just a highlight reel and you got to grab onto the good moments when you can. So if that's all you get around to showing is like every now and then you can be like, I'm alive, people. Like I yeah. am out with a friend or like I'm doing yeah. that. I have a don't, pulse. Don't judge yourself like either or. And, no. Or maybe – and honestly, I've even – taken a step back for what I do post and how I post and and share my my personal life even you know courtesy and streaming live from Jacksonville Florida you know not because I don't want to share more what of what I'm doing but because I um I really appreciate a certain more amount of privacy from my adult life than I maybe once did when I was a little bit younger lad in in late college I'd say yeah, no. I was a little peacocky at the end of college. I really liked the the you know, greatest showman vibes. Oh boy, Hugh Jackman is in the studio, the y'all. Studio. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, and yeah, we've touched on this, so I'll make that no brief, but definitely, it's just about like 
posting for yourself, not for others. And yeah, like you said, like you're going to have fun. You're going to meet people. You're going to go to cool places. Of course you're going to want to share that. Like who wouldn't? Um, It's just that don't make that the intention of why you're going to that place in the first place. Totally. I guess we can transition then to then what would be like a positive experience that may have like come as a surprise to you from living in New York City? I think the biggest positive was honestly, um, I just liked that my, I really enjoyed how my both professional and personal life developed in that short period. I finally felt like I was like, oh no, like not, I didn't, I never really played Monopoly growing up, but I felt like I was like in the game, you know, like I felt like I had like entered the real world and I could start like playing with different things. And it was just like really, it was fun to like, you know, go at it full force. And I think now, even in the midst of some pivots, I'm still in the game. I'm still learning a lot. It's just a little bit different playing field back to like the old school version. You know, I got (laughs) downgraded to my like iPhone five life, but um, either or it's just like um, the city, the city taught me, I think how to um, very, just live a very like, you know, powerful and, and exciting life. And I, I, I credit a lot of the chances I took in different things to, to the city's atmosphere and just like feeling independent too. I, I'm like, I mean, I just noted in the clip before, but like privacy, but like there's something too about like, I just felt very grown up there and I feel mm-hmm. like I made more grown up decisions <laughs> than I feel like I'm making this year just by association of like you're around your family. So I miss right. some of the like quote unquote grown up things I would do wink wink but like well yeah yes it's the feeling of not having to tell someone you know oh I'll be out I mean maybe you'll give your roommate the courtesy of being like oh like I'm going out like if they're not coming with you but yeah it's different than like the parent like update of like I'm going to Publix like it yeah (laughs) I'm going to does anyone need anything (laughs) yeah Going to Trader Joe's, last call. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's you, not. You, yeah, you can be your own yeah. person, free being. And what about you? Yeah, my I guess like my favorite surprise I came from you know starting my post grad life there was just the people that I happened to meet by like chance yeah. or through uh, activities I joined out of you know just interest. Uh, as it's come up many times before, I improv. I did do improv, uh, but I mean, I'm forever grateful that I was able to start that even if I only completed two classes because, you know, through a pandemic, I'm still able to keep in contact with, you know, the people I got along with in those classes. And yeah, it's just, I, it's just crazy to find these little pockets of people that you're like, oh, we have the same humor or like wow we think the same thing on this topic and i don't know it's just fun to find like-minded people i can just laugh with obviously emily that's the whole reason we have the show is that we can just laugh for two hours and hope that someone wants to listen but um, they are at an exponential rate (laughs) yeah but then also then like learning because even those times some like experiences i may go through 
in the moment may feel like, oh, this is pointless or this, I thought that I was going to learn so much from this and yeah. I literally haven't learned anything. And then I'll look back totally. and like, oh, I did learn a little nugget of knowledge. And yeah, as I aspire to be a writer and a performer and it's, it's those people and those little experiences that you have like just learning a little tidbit about the craft and how to get into the biz I'm forever grateful for. And I can't wait to continue it again when life allows me when to, life resumes. but totally. you know, but then still, I think too, using those tools and those connections that I made in New York to continue online as well and try and preserve over totally. this quarantine pandemic life. I I mean, even just that, like hearing that it's like, I'm, I mean, you know me, but like, I'm such a big believer in like those missed connections or like golden threads or like why things happened at a certain time. And like, I mean, we've, we've hit it um, before of like, you know, you can look at this year, like these situations or like even us having moved there and then like not being completely located there right now to be like a loss. But like, to me, you had that opportunity to like be a part of the class. You were able to like get that art you were you had your job and your start in the city we had all of those fun crazy nights you know what I mean like I just mm-hmm. I, I I think big picture like this this blip is like such a of course important time but it is like not um like everything's on track I don't know if that's just like too drama drama but like you know what I mean like it I just I think we were supposed to be there for that time and at that time and I think there's a great you know, return hopefully in, in the near future. But like it it makes sense to me why everything unfolded the way it did. And I hope people like, even if they are ma- thinking of making a move in their life or like a change or I know for me, I'm like trying to think like, what will 2021 look like when it's still so much of the reality is like going to be different. Um, I think, I hope people just like go for it and, and try and stuff and, and trust the timing of their life. And New York is the ultimate place, I think, to, like, go for it, like, that attitude. It's, you know, it's a place where you can join something for free or, like, a fee, but whatever it is, it's going to be an experience that you can learn from, good or bad, and, you know, hold that with you for the future. If you encounter a similar scenario, you can be like, oh, no, I, I remember what happened the first time, not again, or, like, oh, I remember learning this from you know, this class. Cool. Or, you know, weird experience. And I think (laughs) that kind of then ties into the lovely topic of dating, but it's like, uh, New York always has like the rap of like dating life's horrible. Well, I mean, I was just getting started. We were both just getting started. I don't think I got enough of a shot is what I think. I think I should have been, I should have been out there every weekend, Friday night. But then again, what we're learning or what we've learned now in our break period where we can you know look back and cherish those moments yeah. and like realize like oh we we really had it like when we're back we, we can had be it like, all okay yeah fi- <laughs> <laughs> well yeah when we return you know we can be like okay friday nights from like seven to nine that can be like the date hour and then i'm going out yeah. with my friends after oh totally every every friday i need like to be in a dinner <laughs> like with all of the hinge listeners we have as like first up, you know, if you oh, give yeah. us a five star review, you get moved to the top of the list. <laughs> Wait, that is such a funny incentive. Yeah. Um yeah. you have to send us proof of a screenshot that you 
yeah. sent, in, sent in your five-star, like, review. Not just a five-star rating. We want, like, a hand, like, a typed-out review. Yeah. Even and if that, that's just an epi- – like, I honestly think um, I'd love to encourage listeners, like, give us an episode review. Like, if you're mm-hmm. listening to this and you want to, like, quote a certain thing about this that we said or that you liked or didn't like, I don't know, you can make a conversation about that and things and people can scroll and, and find different little nuggets of information. Absolutely, yeah. And then, you know, you'll win a dinner date with Emily. You'll win a dinner date with or I. <laughs> so there you go. Even – we, I mean, I think, you know, I don't know if we'll be able to close – uh, Q4 here of 2020 with this promise, but we should definitely try virtual dating. I think for the listeners, I think we we owe it to them to give them an experience. Story. We owe it and to now, them for that comedy. Yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> and now it's like it's a late enough in the year and like post uh, the height of quarantine where it's not just like slapstick. Like I went on a date and here's how it went. But like mm-hmm. we'll, we'll give it a fair shot of like, yeah, this is what happened and this is how I would do it again or not new york is definitely the place where that environment of dating and feeling the need to be swooped off your feet is very intensified because it's just you know such a small plot of area and it also too like it it gets in my head because i don't know about you but i'm the person where i'm like sitting on the subway and or like i'm at lunch or in a coffee shop i see like a cute couple walk around like (laughs) get a room <laughs> like, yeah ground. i can't do it yeah but no then it's also different... deep down i'm like oh yeah you know and then that kind of then it gets in my head I'm like maybe i should go on hinge right now like I, it's yeah. like lexi you should i think i need to also set a ground rule for myself moving forward is um no dating app activity once alcohol has hit my bloodstream <laughs> Totally. No, not ground rules, like you said, of like things I should prioritize. And like another thing, not um, besides talking about on my podcast, not like having your constitution laid out date one. Like it's okay to like keep some of the cards to yourself. And honestly, I think girls should advocate for like playing the game a little bit and like keeping more to themselves in terms of feelings and like how they're going about stuff. And then when I don't know it's just like when you know you know and I think I've like put on rose-colored glasses before and in New York like you said is definitely a good place to do the sweep off the feet but I think next time I'm gonna go more my own track mm-hmm. uh, I think that's great staying on your own track and with that we'll stay on track of our episode but we'll take a little break and when we get back we'll get into our take on our next chapter and how New York may play into that and you know just more nyc 11 because that's our whole theme so we'll be back after this little break all right everyone welcome back from the break uh right now em and i are still going to be in our deep chat of new york city but i think we you know want to use our past discussion uh just to launch into what we think our next chapter is going to be and how new york city is going to play into that plan yeah um loose plan may i say because again in the year 2020 i learned that plans really exist as they used to you go first lex okay yeah i i feel like with (laughs) okay (laughs) okay (laughs) whatever you say (laughs) yeah no i for me 
I'm one to not believe that New York is dead. I feel like that. No, oh my god, anyone phrase those dumb articles that just want like clickbait. I'm like, no one's like, I don't know what dummy said it was dead, but like, no, it's like I just want to scream on Twitter, like, no one ever said this. Yeah, and why, why like gang up on like New York to say they're dead, like. Why don't you get up on like, I don't know, like St. Louis, Missouri and say that they're dead? Like what the, why New York? What did New York do to you? Um, Nothing. Yeah. But I feel like, especially since I got to see the city in the summertime, like uh, moving back there for a moment and then coming back, but then I'll be going back again in November. And, but when I go back again for my permanent, I've like, I've, I think I've cemented my mind because even though I can't necessarily set out a an in-depth plan for something that may be yeah. like three to six months ahead of time I think I can still put that mindset in my mind and again kind of like a manifestation type way like I'll be yeah. back there permanently thriving yeah um I definitely see New York in my future again I this was something I wanted to bring up because I don't know how you feel about this or what your take is but I feel like when you found your home when you're away from it you like ache and you miss it yeah and like you feel like that tear when it's it's you're not there living in that city and I feel like um and I feel like I've acknowledged that like New York City is that place for me right now in my life because you know when I moved out of my like hometown I guess after high school graduation going to college my family moved out there too. So what I believed to be my hometown wasn't going to be my hometown for college, which was rough, but I think it was more rough just from the aspect of, oh, when I go home to visit my parents, my like high school friends won't be there, which became very irrelevant after freshman year. Um, But I realized though, like this year, I was like, but when I was missing, I wasn't really missing Jacksonville for the city. I was missing Jacksonville for like, the the friend groups that I had had there yeah and they kind of in themselves like faded away and I feel like and now I can identify New York as just a place that I miss as a whole yeah um, which is exciting because now I know it's like oh this is a place that I know I want to you be there be. it's not because you don't want to be living in New York if you don't want to be there that's yeah ridiculous it is the um, worst place to not want to be <laughs> right exactly like <laughs> you will be miserable if you yeah. don't want to be there yeah uh but again, with me discovering and trying to learn more about this world of comedy writing, writing in general for television. And I know that there's still a market in creatives that are in that world in New York City that I'm like, I I know I'm going to be there. And I just then taking from past experiences and applying it to my, I guess, round two, my second chance, so to say. Yeah um at love with the city is just um again keeping those those connections those network of friends support close and respecting and nurturing it because that's ultimately the glue that can hold you together when everything else seems to be exploding and then just making sure i have a good just home base of you know permanent residence i yeah i feel like a lot of people learned this year is that New York definitely one thing that has changed about New York is New York is no longer a place where you can just 
lay your head wherever and you don't really have to worry about where you're living because totally. you're going to be out doing whatever for all hours of the day. That is going to be different, especially for the next couple or so years. And You need a home if you're going to be you there. Ne- you yeah. need a home and you need extending on that idea of a, you know, a solid foundation of, you know, support. You need that to be where you're living as well. If you don't, Uh, you, you need a podcast studio in your home. Like, (laughs) oh, we will, we will have our podcast studio, like behind the kitchenette of, you know, whatever. Uh, and, and I'm excited for that because, you know, I, unfortunately my living arrangements for my first year in the city were not the most, um, pleasant. And, you know, fortunate I had a roof over my head, running water and, you know, all the utilities. But just for a mental standpoint, I feel like that's something you should definitely take in consideration before moving to New York is have some type of idea of who you're living with if you're choosing to go the roommate route. If you can afford the luxury of living by yourself, girl, I wish I was there with you. But I would, yeah. I know that's it's true and and I even looked to you know like we really did have it all with like such a nice friend group and off the bat and back to what I said at the beginning like the golden threads of it all that like our friend group lined up there like the same summer same everything and like we're able to just have that start like I think that was meant to be mm-hmm. maybe it was my mom not myself that I was talking to that I said I was like I think me and Lexi and Nicole and even Kelby there for a portion of time and uh, rest of our friends from UF2 all kind of like lined up in that era to sort of like to know that that experience like exists and that feeling of fun and excitement like it wouldn't have made the city the same you know I think if that makes sense like that we were meant to have that like ultra positive experience at like full force in the way it was because it it made such a lasting impact on like I think our drive to be in the city to make the city our home and to ultimately you know return past this point and past this era of like just dislocation you know of city just the sabbatical of being at home with your parents uh yeah how about how about you how i guess would you i in your second chance at love with the city how would you i guess approach uh that return yeah, I, I've thought about it a lot lately because I think I am, I don't know if it's being 23 or the new chapter progressing or of course just how things are right now, but I feel like I, if I don't need to be, I really want to be on the cusp of like a new chapter. I don't know what that looks like right now. I'm trying to like dream up and brainstorm again from like a very... um I feel like I'm at kind of sort of like a ground zero, which is sort of nice. I'm not saying that from a negative point of view, but I feel like I'm at a really stable um, support and starting ground again, which is sort of exciting. I feel like, um, and and let me, I mean, to those listening, if you you know know more of the personal details, there's no personal loss. There's no like sadness. We've been very, you know, blessed and super grateful throughout this whole year to be safe and healthy and and all good things and still like pressing forward. So it's not like I feel like I had this moment of rejection or loss from having to move. I had to move because there wasn't (laughs) a reason to go into an office every day and there wasn't like a a place to be had. And my friend group had left. So it seemed logical and it is logical. Um, 
but I feel like I feel like sort of inspired to like start again something completely new and different you know and and whether that is New York whether that's just I think continuing to like work on myself and in my own development that that's the kind of stuff that excites me so I am sort of I mean to be honest for being like a person that can maybe sometimes get anxious or worried or, or think about the future in, in a certain light um situations like this were like to be honest a year where like the worst has happened like how much worse can it get actually relieves a lot of my own pressures because I know I can get through this and I know I can press forward um so I think New York will definitely have a thread in my life for the next um couple of years here my job is still based out of there and I plan to um, go back in some capacity, um, whether that is whether they open in spring or summer. I don't know when it'll be. Um, but I'm also considering like my day-to-day life there and what it'll look like, you know, and kind of measuring mm-hmm. like the um, different use cases and, and worth of moving and, and where to live and, um, you know, what, what honestly my a new life could look like. And if I'm just like, I don't know, little traveler with my suitcases. I know it's not the time and era to be traveling, but you know what I mean? Like just having um, more of a remote and flexible learning and working space has actually been really great for me. So I think um, it's something I want to incorporate and consider into my future. There you go. There you have it. On the record. (laughs) And that's how Sue sees it. That is as I know every one of my little blurbs. I'm just like, oh, these people are they like asleep? I feel bad. Some people listen to us while driving. I'm like, be careful, <laughs> don't you know, asleep like, and please. run off the road. I don't want any like mishaps or anything to happen. Please be safe. Yeah, no, I feel like this was a very NPR like episode we have. So right NPR, now. yeah, that's that's what you get when we do our uh, late night recordings. But I feel it like is. we had some good nuggets of wisdom in there and. I feel like the overall takeaway is that New York City, if it, it's a place you should be if you want to be there. One, yeah. don't don't move there because your friend Betsy said, "Oh, you're gonna get such cute like outdoor photos for your feed." No, never listen uh, to Betsy. <laughs> Betsy is canceled. Um, you know whether it's the draw to a, your your dreams for a career, or you know you have that job there already and you're excited for the job, like go for it um it's definitely a place where dreamers can just rely yeah and are you bringing in another greatest showman <laughs> yes Come alive, and you yeah. fell for it for a second <laughs> i i was like wait a minute bennett my bennett hat is buzzing my bennett hat is, um, on. My bennett hat is on now and yeah. um it's a place where it's definitely even in the pandemic world, it's still high energy. It's still places may be closing down, but then there's new places popping up. I think that's what's being left out of a lot of news reports. I feel like a lot of people are translating these reports of like closures of, you know, establishments that have been open for 50 years and 70 years. Like, oh, the end of an era. It's like with those closures, it's kind of the idea of like with 
every door closes, another one opens and it's like there will be a renaissance of new and even better more exciting yeah. places and things to join and you know people to see and i feel like that's that's exciting and i think that's something that people need to keep in yeah. mind yeah. whenever they try and misspeak and say that new york is dead they're still breathing yeah it's definitely not dead from my florida view and my <laughs> bedroom <laughs> So I look at my window brighter. onto San yeah. Jose Boulevard. I can um, see New York. Is- no, but um, I, I yeah, no, no, no uh, beats skipped there. That is definitely you just have to. You got to go. You got to make it your own, and you have to make it like your own your own season in whatever regard that you want to design it. And when I think the beauty of being your own person and adult and and living there post grad, as we say, is like you you press play when you want. You're the director of your own show. And you can call cut whenever you want. So exactly. And if you, if you want to have a that, carry moment, you can. You can. And you probably should. But, like, honestly, you you live that truth, as we always say, and, and kind of make it what you need to be and, and don't make any apologies for it. That is actually a piece of advice my sister gave me when I graduated high school, but I always hold it true. I, she wrote it in a car, and I literally – took it to memory and now I'm probably going to butcher it, but she ended the note of just giving kind of advice for like moving on. She said, be exactly who you want to be and make no apologies for it. The people worth knowing will love you for it. And I always hold on to that. Yeah. We'll have to share that with uh, the feed. Totally. Make that into a graphic. An Uh, Alison Marie graphic. (laughs) Yes. Tag her. She can repost it. it. Great cross promotion. Uh, that's, that's great. Uh, I really, as we sit here in the state of Florida, uh, you know, we will have our return to New York sooner rather than later. Absolutely. And we just hope to those listening, whether you're just curious or you truly, um, see New York in your, in your deck of cards for the future i hope that this helps in any way even if it's just like a bit of clarity of like okay this this isn't the rose colored uh yeah view that i thought it was and yeah and this is how i can do it 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 can be done you don't need mind over matter baby yeah mind over matter as long as you have that support system with you uh it really all things are possible and i just used a tag from my high school alma mater so on that note i think speed (laughs) (laughs) we need to go to bed all right well thank you guys for listening of course you can find us on apple podcasts and spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts we have new episodes every friday and if you didn't um already see it or catch it we have our Bachelor recap segment and commentary, Get a Rose, coming back to you this season for Claire Crawley's season. We had my dad on the first episode, um, and we'll be catching you with new episodes every Monday, it looks like. Yep. We'll, we'll get back to you on the programming, but probably Mondays. <laughs> don't don't uh, write it in stone yet, guys, but yeah. we're aiming for Mondays. A light mechanical pencil exactly. of Mondays. <laughs> have the fruit... Uh, scented eraser on standby on that note guys hope you got a clue we'll catch you soon thanks for listening